0: Welcome to You Get a Rose. I'm your host, Hannah W. I'm super excited to be talking about this week because it was filled with the gratuitous Noah, but also there was some really good moments of like modern cultural conversation. So to join me in this cultural conversation is my friend, Hannah M. Welcome to Hello. the show. <laughs> you got to go by Hannah M on the show because I go by Hannah W. So, you know, we'll make it real fun.
1: That sounds good. We can okay, confuse good. everyone by being like the twin Hannahs.
0: Yes. Yes. All right. Let's get to it because this episode had a lot in it and it had some really important moments. I think we're probably going to spend a lot of time on. But um, what, after watching this episode and, and the season so far, who is your top four for Tasha?
1: Well, can I just say, I think this was my favorite episode of the Bachelor um, franchise ever. Agreed. I think it for, was for so many reasons. Good.
0: It was a trashy episode, but there was like that important conversation between Tasha and Ivan brought yep. it all kind of into a new perspective.
1: Yeah, I was freaking out. Okay, <laughs> so my top four. I wrote it down ahead of time. Um, Zach, Ben, Brendan, and Ivan. That's great.
0: That is what I wrote down too. Oh, nice. Yep. I don't really love Zach. I don't really get it. I think he's very unattractive myself. (laughs) But... uh, I think Zach is
1: too real for the show. He just doesn't get it. He's not playing it up for the camera at all. He doesn't understand his role. He's just kind of like, yeah, I think you're you're cool. You you think I'm cool? I just
0: don't think he's cute either. And like Ben, is, he's grown on me a little bit, but he's still a little bit like slack-jawed. Like he never closes his mouth.
1: Well, do you notice I, that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I also think that, like, you know, they don't show us everything, but it's like when he went to Tasha's room, like, I didn't hear anything that actually made me like him more. I mean, no, he I lo- just
0: felt he felt bad about to him, yeah. himself.
1: I do think Ben is very hot, though. <laughs> so okay,
0: Ben has sort of like a classically <laughs> hot guy look, and the fact that he's an army veteran is like. You know, he's probably kind of hot underneath his clothes, I would guess, just based on
1: that. You don't but have to guess. She's made. They've made them get naked so That's many true. Times. That's true.
0: I have seen Ben naked multiple times now. Um, he's a good looking dude. I just like don't, I don't really see it. I think she just falls for, I think Ben and Zach C fit into her like category of dudes she always falls for. And yeah. Brendan and Ivan are a little more of a stretch for her, which probably is, scares her a little bit.
1: Well, I think the thing that has always frustrated me about this show is that it's never, it's not kind to the slow burners. Like Ivan is such a slow burn, but he but he's so good once you yeah. get to know him. And yeah. it's just, it's hard for those people to be successful on the show. So it's like. It's true.
0: You have to come in hot because they need to have memories of you right off the bat. And they, they, you kind of just need to like be a a little more aggressive nothing crazy like noah is being but at least you have to be in there as much as you can be
1: yeah Yeah. i do think like it was so obvious that the producers helped ben achieve that but i'm glad he did achieve it
0: yeah i'm
1: i am glad he achieved it. The producers
0: really played some interesting roles in this episode like first of all their date ideas were like epically bad
1: Uh, yeah and also i'm sorry but I was watching Matt James's trailer. Why does Matt James get, like, a helicopter and a hot hair balloon and Taysha gets, like, the budget version of all yeah. that? I just... Well,
0: I'm th- <laughs> it's so true. I'm thinking that because this was their first time producing something in the pandemic, they were trying to figure things out and they probably got more accustomed to what they could do by the time they went to film Matt James's yeah. season. Also, like... I'm guessing because they knew Matt James's season was gonna happen. They didn't know if Clarentatia's season was going to actually happen. I think probably by the time they like booked everything, it was too late for like helicopters. Also, yeah. they're in California. And we know I mean, I'm not we're not in California, so we don't know for sure about it. California has pretty strict lockdown rules.
1: Mm.
0: And like I don't think I don't think Pennsylvania does.
1: I have no idea, but it just yeah, it seems like they had way more time to plan and a bigger budget, and yeah. potentially just.
0: <laughs> all, yeah, all I know is that like gyms in California have been closed for months.
1: Yeah, and
0: like they. I were mean, based on like po- politically, yeah. I wouldn't be
1: surprised just based right. on like what we know about those two and, states. And like
0: population-wise, like there's a lot more people in California in the area they're in too. Palm Springs is like not that far from L. A. It's pretty populated. I would guess they just didn't really have the opportunity to go that many places to get stuff.
1: I mean to be honest, though I know it was like maybe kind of silly and not exciting, but I really did like Ivan's date. I okay, thought it was, me too. Well,
0: I let's it was let's sweet. start there because that that is kind of essentially where the whole show starts. Like we see this stupid little contest to sing, which I. This date always happens on every season, and it's, like, always so, so tragic.
1: I'm literally, like, <laughs> Jed wishes he was there. Oh Jed is so God. sad right now. This was his moment.
0: He could be like, my girl. I love-. What was the song he sang to her? I can't even remember. It was so it's, bad.
1: I can't. It's, it hurts to remember <laughs> it.
0: But these are, these guys all genuinely were terrible at singing. It was
1: actually shocking how bad it was. I was surprised. I thought it would be slightly better.
0: Riley was so weird. Like, He's, I think, way too intense for Taysha. He's just such a serious dude. Like, now that we've actually seen him with both Claire and Taysha, it's obvious that he's, like, he just takes himself so seriously that I don't think he stands a chance with someone like Taysha, She's so
1: laid back. And he's too – it's like he's trying so hard to just be like, I will be the most amazing person you've ever met. And it's like – He's
0: doing that thing where – that I I feel like a few guys from my high school are like this now, where they – Constantly post on their Facebook about how like you have to treat all every woman you know like a queen, and then they also post things about like how um, to be financially stable. And it seems like both (laughs) of those things are like they're just like too much. It's like always a little too much. Like I would I would be I would be hard to be in a relationship where someone's like constantly making you a queen, and sometimes you just want to be a a trash troll that rolls out of bed and like eats whatever they find in the fridge.
1: A hundred percent, and no matter what day should. (laughs) Tries to convince us and look, you know, she looks amazing every episode, but she has to be a troll sometimes. Everyone does. <laughs> Everybody
0: does. <laughs> and just like the pressure of always being someone's queen is like very intense. I would, I, it's just, to to me, it perhaps puts the woman on a pedestal in a way that's like unattainable and not actually equitable. You're like, a relationship yeah. actually should just be equal where we both treat each other like s- with so much love. That's so and true. Riley just kind of like puts, is keeps putting Taysha on this pedestal. It'd be hard It would be hard for her to not feel like he's just falling in love with the idea of her
1: at this point. Oh, totally. Okay, can we talk about Bennett's horrible rap also? That was so embarrassing.
0: That's so (laughs) mortifying. He was like, oh, back at Harvard, I used to rap to my friends. I was like, not a bonus. Do not bring that up.
1: Yeah, this is getting terrible. I mean, he's actually the opposite of a slow burn. He's like actually slow burning in a bad way. He's, yeah, like,
0: like at first they kind of bond. they were like they had some sort of vibe, and now that vibe is so dead. And her body language toward him is it's just ice cold.
1: I know. I used to like him. I thought he was kind of like funny and goofy, and I and now I just find him completely repulsive. Me I just too. Think. Me too. He grew off me. If that's a if that's a phrase. Exactly.
0: I just picked him off like a barnacle. Out of here. <laughs>
1: I was kind of sad that DeMar didn't get more attention. Like, I thought his song was cute. and I thought I, so, too. I don't know. And I think he's really cute. And I like his i like his fashion. I think he. I agree.
0: I think she's keeping him on because she knows he's, like, an excellent person. But I don't think she feels the vibe. And yeah. we can't blame her for that. Like, just because you meet somebody who's awesome doesn't mean that you're going to immediately feel chemistry with them. And that's, like, the sense I get is because I think he clearly won that date. And the producers really, you know, gave us the edit of him thinking he won the date. But right. he did a really good job of, like, trying his best and do- and putting himself out there. And she clearly didn't want the one-on-one with him.
1: I think Damar is going to be super successful on Paradise.
0: I hope he is. Because he's got a he's- killer body. He's like got a killer personality. Yeah. Yeah, he will do well. He will do well. Um, so I think it's the one-on-one, and this is kind of like where the episode really took off for me. After this happened, after the one-on-one was over, I found that I had a hard time paying attention because I was like, this was like a golden moment of Bachelorette TV for me.
1: Yeah. I actually was surprised there was more episode. I kind of just like lost myself in it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we still have another date to watch. Well, we
0: were in this date for until 7.45. So they we gave us it for 45 so minutes.
1: Much more than I ever would have thought.
0: I, I was... St- I was completely struck. I turned to Josh and I was like, are you watching the same show I'm watching? We've been going, we've been in this conversation now for 15 minutes, two commercial breaks, mm-hmm. still in this one conversation. Like,
1: I'm so invested. And do you remember when they covered Consent um, a few seasons ago? Uh, it was done okay, but it was very forced. And it yeah. was like a conversation with Chris Harrison. Yeah, This, I felt, was... A genuine conversation between two people of color who actually have experienced these things having a real conversation about something important and it did not feel forced to me.
0: Well no and Ivan brought it up and he's been kind of trying to bring it up with her for the last couple of times they've had together like every time they've been mm. together he's sort of been like I feel like you're more my speed than Claire was I feel like we have more in common we have really we have common ground like we can relate on things. He keeps being like, look, our skin tone tone is even the same. Like, we look like we could be cut from the same cloth. He's been trying to bring up that conversation with her, and she's been hard avoiding it. Yeah. Like, you can tell Tisha's not not comfortable yet in how she talks about race and her own experience, particularly on TV. Maybe she's more comfortable on her own. But, yeah. like, she even mentioned, like, this is not something that she's been – raised to talk about that she felt comfortable talking about being in orange county and so this might be a pretty new ish conversation for her to have especially in public
1: and i also think that she's trying to be really careful about what she says because she's aware of having as a a black bachelorette she has to be perfect for people to like like her and for her to have credibility which is you know horrible because no one else has to have that same pressure but i think she's really aware of the fact that like there's a lot of people in Bachelor Nation who um, do not agree with, you know, the organization or the statement of Black Lives Matter and, like, um, might criticize her for what she said. And I feel like you could tell her trying to, like, kind of work that out during that conversation. But I was so happy that they were able to just, like, support each other through that. And it seemed like by the end of it, she felt like she could really, like, be heard and be honest and I
0: think so like something really opened up with her at the end so let's kind of hit the highlights of this conversation because I do I think it's really important I don't want it to get lost um so first they start talking just kind of about like they're having well first of all they have this like really kind of fun cute date in a in her suite which was granted things were a little forced like with the lot like the floor is lava the pillow that's like stuffed with just pure feathers But it was a way better date. Like, I would rather do that date than all these other crazy dates they go on where you can't actually spend time with the person because this seems so much more realistic.
1: And I feel like it, like, helped them break the ice and get comfortable with each other. It was yes. actually the perfect setup for, like, a more difficult conversation later on. Right. Like they were playing Twister, and they could, like, touch without it being, like, this weird, like, how do we broach this? And I feel like you could see they were, like, way more, like, comfortable touching each other and stuff after that. Yeah, like, and
0: they were in comfortable clothes. Like, she wasn't wearing some crazy gown. Like, they were just relaxed. Yeah. And that's probably why – I mean, for Ivan – a a scenario where he can actually flourish because he doesn't seem like the type of guy that's like, Oh, a helicopter ride and horseback riding is really going to bring out the best in him. Like this is probably the scenario where he comes out as, as his true self. Totally. So they start talking about like, just kind of at first they're just talking about their identity and how they're both mixed. And, um, like they, then she kind of talks about how she doesn't have a history of dating mixed people. And it seemed to me like she was sort of saying, like, if I was reading between the lines, that she was sort of saying that she's mostly dated white men. Yeah, I thought that was did really you, interesting. Did you get that sense?
1: I, I did. And it's like, I never want to, like, assume anything or, like, who knows? I have no idea who she's dated. But it's like, also, she said that, you know, growing up in Orange County and just there aren't a lot of people who look like her. She's never felt this understood. I think it was kind of like what you just said reading between the lines.
0: yeah. Yeah, like she, I mean, or I don't know a lot about Orange County besides what I've seen like on TV, but I'm, from what I understand, it's pretty white. It's also pretty wealthy. Yeah. And I'm guessing there's not a lot of fluent conversation about race or systemic racism there.
1: Yeah, and she's biracial, so she has a lot of different perspectives and yes. different, you know, she's been raised with, um, you know, a white mom and a black dad. So that also is like a unique experience and brings a unique um you know, opinion and perspective.
0: Mm -hmm. And what you know what was interesting? Like she said her dad wasn't even 50. And so she's 29. So her dad was like 18 or 19 years old when he like had her.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. crazy. (laughs) It was so cute. I like really laughed when he was like, my dad could be your dad's dad. Like,
0: (laughs) 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 I mean, uh, yeah, that was, so that also brings an interesting perspective because I think you have a different experience being raised by a young parent. Versus a average age parent versus an older parent. I don't know 100% what that difference is. But like for me, from in my family, like my niece and nephew are m- – my sister-in-law had them when she was young, like 17 and 19. And they just had a different experience growing up because they were like living still in – their grandmother's house and they had like more of their other family kind of involved in their lives and they're very close with all of their other family because of that it just like adds a different perspective to be I think raised by a young parent
1: yeah I think that's true and i I have kind of a similar like My parents are a little bit older, and my partner's parents are a little bit younger, and it's, like, really interesting to see that difference and just even, like, the different cultural things that are brought in, like, you know, his parents bring in, like, stuff from the 80s, and my parents bring in stuff from the 70s, and it's just so funny, like, the different places that people draw on.
0: And I do think, like, at least from my experience, that being raised by a younger parent, you step up a little bit sooner. So, Taysha, like, she's already the oldest in her family, and then having young parents like maybe she also has some of that like desire to kind of keep everything like you know make sure it's all good not break down be kind of the rock of her family because she carries herself that way she's like I'm in control I'm the rock even when things went wrong later on you can see her just tighten up and be like I will control the situation like the situation will not control me I can relate to that as an as a oldest child for sure and I think also being like uh, having young parents like adds a little bit to that where you're just like, I'm an adult from an early age.
1: Yeah. Also, quick side note, my friend actually told me that she DM'd her on Instagram um during, you know, the week after George Floyd was murdered and was like DMing her, asking her, you know, I hope things are okay in Minneapolis. Like I'm sending so much love and like um Wait, support. What? Yeah, Tasha said that to my friend.
0: What, did they know each other before?
1: No, I think they were, like, I think that, like, my friend had responded to one of Tasha's stories, but, like, um, and then my friend had a story about a protest. But, yeah, it was super out of nowhere. Oh, my so God, what a dream. I think dream. it's super clear, like, she really cares, and I yeah. think that she's really aware of everything going on. Yes,
0: yes. So we, like, went to commercial break, like, right before, right right after we found out just a little bit about their families. And then Ivan talked about his younger brother being in prison. And this was only the second time I could think of in Bachelor Bachelorette history where, like, someone being in prison was even mentioned.
1: Yeah, with Demi.
0: Yeah, last time it was Demi and Demi's mom. And that was really, like, kind of built up to be kind of a joke.
1: Well, it was interesting. Like, I remember when she called her mom and... I don't think it sh- I don't think that they meant it to be a joke, but it no. definitely wasn't as um it wasn't dealt with like in the same with the same grace I think as this one or was. Or gravity
0: in my. Yeah. Like yeah. but cuz think about it, like the producers orchestrated that that phone call for Demi. Right. And I think they felt like, "Oh, this will be kind of like this is this is going to put a lot of pressure on Colton." I don't yeah. even think they saw it as like this will be an opportunity for us to get to know Demi because at the time Demi was kind of a villain and that whole thing did not put her in a better light. Like she became a fan favorite later on but that was like the the, the last time they did not handle it sensitively.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well and I don't think Colton was the right person to handle that sort no. of thing either.
0: <laughs> no. But the producers like knew that that was the wrong time for exactly. it. So they did it anyway. When this time it just came up really naturally like Ivan was talking about how his younger brother kind of got involved with some bad stuff and got involved with drugs and then he went to prison and that he wasn't able to meet his daughter when she was born and like he teared up and that was so real and genuine and like sometimes you see people get on the show and when they get to their first one-on-one or this first opportunity they have to talk to the bachelor bachelorette they'll just like reveal their biggest trauma without any context
1: it seemed like he really gave it like the space it needed he brought it up at the right time and you know he did like play that personal trauma card or whatever, but at the same time, he played it in such a way of like he wasn't playing the game. He just no. he just wanted her to know and he just wanted to tell her about his life and his family.
0: Yeah, and I also think he was specifically talking about like incarceration and the damage it's done to his family because he was talking about it in the context of being a black person in America, not just totally. like not just like and so now you know that about me, you know. And I, I love like,
1: how he was like yeah of course my brother shouldn't have been doing those things and I like feel really it's really complicated but he was undoubtedly saying like he didn't deserve to be treated the way he was treated and like people don't deserve to get this treatment regardless of what they did you know regardless of what George Floyd had done for example like he said that and I think that was so cool that they gave him the opportunity to
0: me too like the fact that they let that they mentioned George Floyd several times they talked about police brutality they talked about brutality in prisons like I was my gobsmacked. This conversation was eloquent. It was nuanced. Like, you know, Ivan talked about it from his perspective as somebody who has experienced it secondhand, but also, you know, he was like trying to talk about it in a way that uh, allowed us to see that, like, no, not you know, nothing's a monolith. Like, nobody is like, well. Um, this is my perspective and there's no adjusting it. He's like, this is the my experience as a black yeah. man in America. This is my brother's experience. Neither of these experiences feel like we've gotten what we need at any I given know. time.
1: It was it was so hard to, I think we already kind of said this, but it's like thinking about going back and having more of the episode was so difficult. And especially thinking about like all these other I just was and like, like, oh, like she's garbage. She can't be this way with them. Like, she yeah. can't be herself. She can't open no. up like this with them. Exactly. I mean, some of them maybe, but like, um, and I'm not even saying it's a necessarily a race thing like, for sure. Like, I think she could potentially open up like this with someone like Brendan. I mean, I'm not sure, but it just more so, even like Noah, like you said, and some of the people who haven't been maybe at the top, I'm just kind of like, oh my gosh, they're just noise at this point. Like, yes, 100%. she found somebody who actually, like, <laughs> hears her and that's so much more valuable
0: yes and shares some common ground with her in a way that's actually really really important and she hasn't had before
1: yeah I don't even think she realizes it until now exactly
0: at this point in the conversation they throw to a break and there's more when they come back and that's what we're gonna do we're gonna throw to a break and there'll be more when we come back so come back and we're back Let's keep talking about um, Tayshia and Ivan's date because it was just so special and great and went on for quite a bit longer. You know what I was thinking about is like in 2016 when Nick Viall was The Bachelor and Rachel Lindsay was on his season. The night that um, she was supposed to be in the fantasy suite is like the night that Trump got elected the first time around.
1: Oh my gosh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, and it was never mentioned on the show. It was never mentioned on the show, like how that was affecting their mental state, how that was, how just even the fact that the election was occurring was affecting them. And they just like, it's always been that way where the bachelor bachelor has glossed over real world issues because they want to maintain the magic. And I think like as a viewer, we were, we've just been okay with that because it feels like a break, but for the, if it would have been criminal for them to not discuss George Floyd covid like racial equity when we're in the middle of this of the climate that we are in to just ignore it i think people would <laughs> would be done with the show you yeah know? i was
1: i was i always think about the fact that i think that um bachelor nation is almost just like this kind of perfect like um like ver- kind of fake version of the real world where we have just like This, like, mini United States, kind of. And, like, we can actually, like, see ourselves reflected in it. And it's, like, you can see that, like, just like, you know, the average person is now finally talking about racism, this show had to. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, plenty of people have been talking about it forever and criticizing the show forever. But, like, you know, it would – like you said, it would have been criminal when, you know, finally – it's becoming this more mainstream topic. They had to. They had to go there too. Like right. everybody else is going there, they had to go there too. Mm-hmm. And it's. I'm glad they did. And it, they went there in a good way, to, in this episode at least.
0: Yeah, and I thought it was a vast improvement from how they handled race on Rachel Lindsay's season, where they kind of just made it like um, a kitschy like thing that's different about Rachel, rather than being like this is a fundamental part of her experience and it does affect her relationships it's particularly going to affect relationships that are um, interracial. And that's all like of her, of her final three, all of her final three were not black. Yeah. And so like th- they, the fact that they just kind of glossed over that and were like, that's fine where, you know, on the hometowns, like they rarely, they really didn't talk about it much. Like it was when it was brought up, they edited it in a way where it was like, it's just super short. So this was a nice moment for them to just let us sit in 30 minutes of this conversation.
1: Well, and I think a lot of people don't fully understand, like, what is the what is the producers and what is the actual bachelorette? Because, like, I think, like, Rachel Lindsay has come out and said, you know, it's like I'm kind of damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like, in terms of this race stuff, like, if I, um, if I end up with somebody who isn't black, people are going to criticize me. And if I end up with someone who is black, people are going to criticize yeah. me. And I think that that's still at play in the season. But a lot of people don't realize that the producers have so much to do with who ends up in you know, the final ten, the final four. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. they have so much, um, you know, influence in terms of the conversations that are had. Like, Well, at least in in terms of
0: how they're shown to us.
1: Exactly. nothing else. So I'm saying, like, that's the impression that we all have of, you know, Rachel Lindsay or of Tayshia when it's like that's been crafted. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like we can't put that all on them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do think they're giving Tayshia a really beautiful edit, like – When she got mad this episode and kind of had to put her foot down, like, I don't know that it reflected poorly on her really at all, the way she handled it. Um, Like, so far, everything they've shown us, especially compared to Claire, where they, you know, they just sliced and diced her in the editing room to make her just look like an awful monster.
1: Well, yeah, because they needed to have us all on board the Tayshia With her leaving, exactly.
0: (laughs) And, like, I'm glad that they're giving Taisha the full room to be herself and kind of breathe and not... And not showing us some, like, bizarro edit. Um, Yeah. I appreciate that. I just wanted to finish on the last thing about this conversation. Like, when Tayshia started to tear up and kind of break a little bit, talking about how the first time she heard somebody say Black Lives Matter, it was like it hit her in a different way. Like, she felt it really deeply. And she also said something that I wanted to chat about, which is, She said it felt like suddenly people around her were saying Black Lives Matter or reposting Black Lives Matter. And those were the same people she'd spent her whole life trying to blend in with and impress that had rejected her because she's black, because she's mixed. Um, What did you think about that?
1: Well, I don't... It's so interesting because at first I was kind of like thinking because she didn't really explain what she meant when she said that like it hit her differently or whatever. And I was like at first thinking like, wow, she means that it was so powerful to like finally hear that her life mattered, you know, like she's hearing like my life matters. But then at the same time, when she said that second part about like, you know, the people who she'd been trying to fit in with, I was kind of picking up on the fact that there's been a lot of criticism where it's all just performative, like everyone in the everyone who... I mentioned just a few minutes ago who's finally getting on top of this whole racism thing, you know, can just decide to pick it up or put it down whenever they want. And, you know, all the people who just posted the black squares on their Instagram but didn't actually do anything um, for racial justice over the summer. And so I think that she was kind of touching on both of those things at the same time without saying it explicitly.
0: I say same. I read it that same way. At first I read it as like it, you know, held a lot of weight for her that she hadn't – you know maybe even hadn't like seen herself as somebody who needed to be validated in that way because she she spent so much time trying to blend in to a community
1: and when i think mo- she's pretty privileged like and she yeah. sees that too for herself yeah
0: like she grew up in orange county which like we talked about like she probably had a lot of access to things that maybe she wouldn't have if she lived somewhere else but then yeah i really read that part when she was talking about like people around her saying it that she'd grown up with i, I as like a white person think about that all the time like Do my friends who are black, indigenous, people of color, like, do they feel like, well, finally, she's saying it and, like, or, you know what I mean? Like, I I can see why she would feel that way, whereas, like, people around her didn't treat her that well growing up or at all. And then suddenly they're like, Black Lives Matter, or they put a sign in their yard, and does it mean anything to her? Um, And that... That was a, a really good perspective, I think, for us to see on like a primetime show because a lot—I'm guessing a lot of people haven't thought about the implication of you just coming out to be like, "I'm an ally now." When 100%. aren't? Yeah, when you haven't performed that way for however many years.
1: Yeah, you can just say you're an ally, and that makes you an ally. It doesn't matter if your actions match your words, right? <laughs> right exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. So I thought that was nice to her, for her to talk about because she's. Um, you know she's such a relatable person already in many many ways. Like she's very fun, she's outgoing. Like you can see how she'd be someone you'd want to hang out with. So to to kind of put yourself in the shoes of like um, Taysha being your friend, Taysha being in your community, and thinking about what she just said, which is like, hey, this is a a thing you might be just saying now, but like it, if it doesn't reflect in the way that you behave towards me, like I don't feel like I can trust it, you yeah, know? Or I it's know. very it's very jarring.
1: Yeah, I think it, like, really – I think it was also a really good opportunity for us to remember, like, politics aren't just, like – no one's, like, immune from this. Just because she's just, like, this pretty face on TV doesn't mean that this doesn't impact her life. Right. Exactly. Um,
0: I hope they take this thread forward into Matt James's season as the first Black Bachelor, you know, that they don't just – celebrate their own win because i think even with rachel like they celebrated their own win of like we got a black bachelorette instead of actually celebrating rachel and now they've really worked they've really tried to celebrate her like in the aftermath in a lot of ways but they put her in a lot of uncomfortable positions all the time where they're like hey can you be our voice on race she's like i guess i'll
1: try i mean i've also noticed already that like they are sexualizing both taisha and matt james a lot and i think that um you know that you can't ignore the fact that the fact that they're both black I think that like mm-hmm. I mean I think in general people on this show get sexualized but I but I do but the, think that it's yeah it's the over excess the top.
0: getting out of the pool scene yeah. for Tayshia where we didn't see any of that for Claire and Claire like could have definitely got out of the pool and we would have been like damn like 100 <laughs>
1: percent yeah and I, Matt yeah. James on his preview I mean it was all about how hot he is yeah um Even though he obviously, I would hope, has a lot of other qualities.
0: Right. It's like he's hot. He's tall. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else? (laughs) Exactly. Um, That's a really good point and something for us to watch out for in the upcoming season. And knowing that the upcoming season was filmed during, like, pre prior to the election, during the election, in this aftermath that we've dealt with, like, that better show up in some regard. Because for us to not hear about it, and we just all have been going through this crazy. You know, situation, like yeah. this if we don't hear about this on the show, I'm gonna be upset because, like, don't give us a little bit to try to make up for your years of ignorance and then expect us not to notice when you don't do it again.
1: I'm really interested to see if and how they do that just because I know that Matt James um has maybe different views than uh, than others have had. and I, I don't know if he. Hmm. I, don't I don't know, know what know his he believes. Views. Do you
0: know his views?
1: I mean, I've just heard that he's a Republican, which I have no idea if that means he voted, who he voted for. But that I, would be
0: so interesting to, yeah. to to hear about. I'd love for. Yeah. Sp- <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope we get some insight into that. But Yeah. We've been talking about this for a, a while, so let's make sure we get the rest of the episode in, even though at, at this point I stopped caring. I noticed I was like, ugh, I have to rewatch that second part again because I just like really wasn't paying attention.
1: Except <laughs> I do care about Ben. I think I just have a soft spot oh, for him. Oh, okay.
0: I'm going to say whatever. <laughs> He's not my choice, but um, at this point I'm fully on the Ivan train and the Brendan Same. train. Like Those two are the top two for me, and those are the people I feel like she vibes with the most. Um, in the end, I wanted to choose, like, whoever she vibes with and not just my pick. But, like, I feel like she's vibing with them. So we see a group date. Um, Becca and Sydney show up for the group date. So nice to see them again. Especially Sydney. Love Sydney. Haven't Love seen Sydney. her on much lately, and she's great.
1: And she never got the best, Ed. I mean, she just didn't get her day in the sun, I think, like she deserved on the show. But I think Sydney,
0: Sydney's a slow burn, too. Like, she's she not really a is. person that comes at you full force. So. But she's so like,
1: beautiful and fun and funny. So I'm super yeah. happy she came.
0: Yeah, and they did a truth or dare date, which was so stupid. Every minute of it was so stupid. It was. Like, I
1: hated it so much. But
0: you know what it reminded me of? Um, when I was like 13 years old, my, what my best friend at the time, her dad was like going to a conference in Spring Valley, Wisconsin, which is like, whatever, kind of in the middle of nowhere, and he was like, "You guys want to come? Like you can stay at the hotel." And it was empty. Like, the conference was happening in one section of the hotel, but, like, the rest of the hotel was empty. And we just did this kind of stuff all day long. We, like, walked around the hotel, like, in different areas of the hotel that were empty and just, like, did stupid games. And that's what – it just brought me back to that feeling of being, like, a young tween and, like, just goofing around at an empty hotel.
1: (laughs) I think it's so funny because they keep – they really drove home that point last week about, like, being a real man or something, or yeah. like being, and then they yeah. do this like stupid stuff with this right. date where it's like, okay, this is like the least grown up, manly thing I've ever I seen know. in my life. Okay, but last <laughs>
0: week I was saying that that grown ass man challenge was clearly for Claire. Because Claire's obsessed with the idea of a grown yeah. ass man. And so maybe this week they were they were like, okay, we can adjust the, the challenge to be more fun because Taysha's actually really fun. And I don't yeah. think and like she dated JPJ. She's not really interested in a grown ass man. She's like really interested in a fun guy.
1: Right. <laughs> she wants God, to have a good time. I know. Don't 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 remind me. I know.
0: It's her it's her style, and that's why Noah's still there. But um so they do this dumb thing. They like drink a bunch of stuff. I don't believe for a second they had any of those ingredients in there. I think. Where would they have gotten Where that would they have stuff? gotten them?
1: It's ridiculous. Would,
0: it's ridiculous. So I think they just put them on the card and then, like, placebo effect made them believe they were drinking bull's testicles. Right. <laughs>
1: Bennett had the right move of just drinking it before reading the card.
0: Yeah. But it's just strawberry.
1: Yeah. That's what I would have done.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, they do like a fake orgasm for one minute. That is so
1: long. <laughs> i know and it's so embarrassing and so stupid. embarrassing
0: <laughs> and all the men hearing it i was like this is great um blake is so bad at it and gross and weird
1: yes demar the is only with one everybody. who had
0: fun with it oh blake is so creepy and his chin is like excessive i am um, then they had to eat the hot pepper and talk again riley somehow wait was riley doing that yes Riley was somehow so overly serious in the proposal, like, when yes. he was eating. I was like, dude, have a good time sometimes.
1: I know. It's, like, awkward and cringy. It's so,
0: it's so intense. Like, he's going to find a woman that loves that and just wants to be swept. Like, Claire was probably more into that, like, being yeah. swept off her feet. But is like, okay, put the brakes on, bud. <laughs> um, yeah. Bennett then tells her, like, on the after date that he almost got married. And didn't you read that moment as, like, she was, like, absolutely repulsed by that story?
1: Yeah. I mean, does he know her past at all? Because to me, that was, like, extremely in- an insensitive way to talk about divorce and marriage because he, like, literally was like, yeah, it could have been the worst mistake I ever made. Yeah. Like, that was
0: the end of Bennett. You could see her body. She just absolutely yes. froze. And also, like, it wasn't the implication of the story that he just kind of ditched his fiance roughly at the altar like around the altar yeah <laughs> like and right I mean, before the wedding
1: benefit of the doubt like whatever he probably I'm sure every story has a explanation but it's just a, you know and a longer explanation than they gave us but like it just seems like you could have talked about it in so much more of a sensitive way yeah. so that like Tayshia felt some confidence in you um which I think just she does not at all anymore
0: also I here's here's my read into this okay it's a two-parter I think one of two things actually happened. One, Bennett's family was like, she's not rich enough. Like, she's not rich enough. Like, what are you thinking? This isn't going to work for our family. Like, this needs to end. And he, like, caved family pressure. That's what I think, number one. Number two, she actually broke it off because Bennett is trash.
1: (laughs) Right. And he's just, like, saving face or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, the way he told the story, like, he didn't give us enough details to make it obvious what happened in a way that was, like, skirting the
1: issue. And he was just like, "This is so hard to talk about." And yeah, he like I mean, wasn't he even cry, crying. Like, he wasn't like, even sad. Oh god! And like when he went to kiss her, her body went back. Yeah, she was. But like, then Gah. she just like did it anyway, which like yeah. I I don't blame her. I probably would have yeah, too. She's but like, but it's,
0: Ugh, I'd kiss Superman once in a while. Yeah.
1: I was thinking like in some of the ways that he acts, like I don't know if he actually has that much in common with JPJ, but like sometimes he reminds me of like an older, potentially like a smarter JPJ. Like, oh. Uh, He's just so, like, I don't know. He's got this, like, obsession with his image in this way of, like, just be yourself for a second. Like, I feel like he's just trying to be this, like, weird, like, Harvard elite version of himself that maybe isn't even true. I'm very
0: over Bennett. I'm very over him. And I think she is, too. And I was surprised he stayed at, at this episode, but I think he will be gone next week.
1: So we'll see. Well, honestly, this episode to me was just, like, trimming off the, like... And kind of the people yeah. that like the people haven't she didn't been, gel with the people who haven't really been even given an airtime either right because i think That's that true. like someone like bennett is someone who she also doesn't gel with but he's been given airtime enough that they need to keep him and like yes. he's been contributing to the drama enough that they need to keep him but like yep. but they got rid of my favorite person yeah. my absolute oh. favorite person wait who
0: Joe, Joe Doctor oh, Joe. Joe. Oh, I know. <laughs> and they got and they got rid of Jordan. And I, I kind of had a crush on Jordan. Jordan but yes, what sweeter. a cutie.
1: Yeah,
0: I think he's better with glasses off. But that's just me. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I think he picked square glasses on a square face, and it doesn't look great.
1: I just think that he his glasses looked a little like um old two thousand five. Yeah. Something. This out of date. Yeah. Okay.
0: So um, she talks to Zach. Been in the hot tub. I don't get this attraction at all.
1: I think she likes him because she, he's, like, not letting her in.
0: Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. And also, like, he interrupts her several times. Oh, my God. Yeah, I noticed that. Several times just to kind of say his things. And this was so starkly different than her conversation with Ivan. Ivan's conversation with her was so, like, fluid and she was very relaxed. When she's with Zach and when she's with Ben, she does this, like, I don't know. Tell me. What do you think? <laughs> what You're such a bad naughty boy. Like, she does this coy kind of weird posturing and i'm like do you see yourself doing this like you're putting on an act for these dudes and it's not you i also think natural state
1: yeah okay i really like ben but i don't think that ben should be with taisha i think that ben i think ben should be on paradise and he'll be great um but i think you're right and i think that like honestly her behavior with ben and with that kind of speaks to like one side of what we think love should be like yeah it's like you learn that like oh like you should have like you should be nervous and like don't give too much away too fast or like you know it's kind of like this game and i feel like that is like so clearly playing out in those two relationships like When Ben went to her room and they were both like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. And like, we both have walls up. It's like, that's actually bad. Like, why? I feel like like you guys are not a good match. You guys aren't comfortable (laughs) with each other, but you're reading that as like, oh, I guess we just really like each other. When it's like, actually, you're really comfortable with Ivan, which makes it a better match. And you're really
0: comfortable with Brendan
1: and you didn't have
0: walls up around him. And in fact, you're so comfortable with him that you can tell him to shut up when he talks too much
1: a hundred percent you can you tell know? like her like demeanor just like fl- like she's so much more able to like relax like, yes
0: precisely i feel that same same way i hope she realizes that too um so after we see this like group date which i feel so lost in the order of things this season because of when they've been putting these rose ceremonies. ceremonies i'm like what day is it
1: i can't I even tell i literally like when somebody said i think at some point that it was her second rose ceremony or that there was only, like, three days. I was like, that's shocking. Like, yeah, they keep using illegal? those,
0: like, side, <laughs> si- sides with Brendan and someone else to be like, here's what's happening in the world. I'm like, thanks, guys, because I was lost. Right. So then we see this, like, whole stupid thing about Ed getting sent to Chris Harrison's room while oh Ben gets God. sent to Tasha's room. And we're supposed to think that they're both going to Tasha's room, but it's pretty clear this didn't even happen on the same night that this was, like, a diff- a whole different thing. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, like, it was, like, It could have so, been any time. It was painfully badly acted. It was so yeah. painful. Chris like,
0: Harrison being like, I'm shocked. What are you <laughs> doing here? It is 2.30 in the morning.
1: And as like, if Ed hadn't just said, hey, I, you know, want to go to Tayshia's room or... That's not given- how it went.
0: A producer was like, hey, uh, you, you could go to Tayshia's room right now. It's just right over there.
1: Or, or what I think is that Ed has just... Made a deal with the producers. They'll keep him on for a certain length of time, make sure he makes it onto paradise, and then he'll do whatever they want.
0: Ed is such a pawn, and he sucks so bad. Like, I think he's so <laughs> ugly. I have i I don't understand it at all. Like he's, he's so, so unattractive. He looks like a straight up Neanderthal. And like when he was doing the shrugs last week, like we talked about that to excess but, oh,
1: yes, I yes.
0: can't handle Ed. I would <laughs> hate him in real life. I just know it. I'd be like, you're annoying. You're invasive. You think you're smart and you're not. Like, yeah, you your face makes no sense to me. I'm done.
1: He's <laughs> so bad, and it's just it's it makes me laugh though. Like Ed makes me laugh because I know he's not gonna go much further. Like, no, he's just here for some weird drama. I couldn't believe he got the last rose to this week. I was it like, was ugh. so stupid. I was like, okay, we see right through your game, producers. Ew. Like, but come also, on, like,
0: why, why not? Ugh, I. That wasn't, like, a remarkable thing. Like, sometimes they leave that last rose <laughs> for, like, a surprise. But for yeah. Ed, it's just, like, wah, wah. <laughs> Ed's staying. Ugh.
1: I know. Okay.
0: So then we do see Ben show up to her room. He's doing his, like... Whatever, shoot for the moon, chase them through the airport, run to their El Presidente suite in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't know if it's actually 2:30 in the morning there. It could be like 11. She's still fully made up and wearing like a little crop top to, to allegedly
1: ex- go to bed. She was expecting him. To yeah, say obviously,
0: the least. obviously. That was fine, I guess.
1: I thought the part where they were actually hanging out and like the champagne came was cute. Like, I thought that once it like lightened up, I just was like, "Okay, I guess they're just hanging out now. That's fine." But when he was like trying to like apologize, which he didn't even do, really. No. I mean, he he did apologize, I guess, but he didn't do a good job explaining what was going through his head um the night of the 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 party that Whatever he, was like, happening yeah. at the co- oh, I
0: don't even remember. Not a
1: cock, yeah. Group date party or group whatever. Date, yeah. Um yeah, he didn't do a good job explaining that at all. And it just seemed like Tasha almost had to just decide to either make it more dramatic or just forgive him so they Agreed. could move
0: on. And also, like, he's in your room. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Send him home. Right, her choices are forgive him or send him home. Send right. him back Because you don't just say, like, I don't. Uh, no, that's okay. And then he goes back to being on the show.
1: <laughs> and I do think she's attracted to him. Like I think. She's... Yeah, obviously. Yeah. When they
0: kiss, it's like so intense. Like I have I to turn the volume down. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I cannot listen to this sloppy noise. Oh they, they obviously really like each other. Like there's things that are charming about Ben, but like he's not my top pick for a guy. I would personally date. I would totally sleep with him, but I, I don't think I would date him.
1: Yeah, he's definitely not my type per se, but I he's my type in like an alternate universe where I like date like bros. Which <laughs> <laughs> which is not
0: this universe at all. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um we, we both prefer the artistic types. <laughs> exactly.
1: You would you would be shocked to see how similar our partners are.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. Uh, anyway. So then we get to the final thing, which is the rose ceremony. Like, finally, we get to another rose ceremony where we get to get rid of some guys. Um, ben pulls her first to show that he has, like, initiative, which, fine, he needed to do it. So and he said fine. he
1: would, so I'm glad he stuck to that or whatever. Yeah. Like.
0: And then we see, like, a couple other guys talk to her, and then Noah.
1: Freaking Noah.
0: Noah comes in and tells her a straight up lie, which is that all the men have been talking about how Tasha not taking this seriously, which is the opposite of what all the men say. Like throughout the episode, I watched it twice. The the men like the, w- there's two things about this uh, these this season that I really like, or at least p- Tasha's portion. The men are constantly talking about how Tasha brings out the best in them.
1: It's so cute.
0: It's so cute. And how she's the kind of person that just makes you light up and feel really, like, positive and confident. And that's such a compliment to say. And they just, like, they... Every time they talk about Tasha, it's in such high regard. Whereas when they were talking about Claire, they struggled. With, like, they didn't know what to say. They were just, like, frustrated by her, and they felt it to be, like, really God, troublesome.
1: If I was Claire, I'd be so embarrassed to watch Tasha's part because it's, like, yes. they like her so much more. Yes. It's so, it's so sad for her.
0: It's sad. <laughs> it is sad. <laughs> um, but the men really talk about her in, like, such a kind way. And generally, they talk really nicely about each other as well. Um, like when they were talking about Brendan and I don't remember who else were talking about Ivan, they were just like, oh, Ivan, like, you know, he's really awesome, like, you know, sometimes he's shy, but I hope he takes this opportunity to open up because then she can see what a wonderful guy he is. I'm like, yeah, what? you're competing with him. And they're just like, he's so
1: special. I think <laughs> Ivan and Brendan maybe then were also talking about Ben and just saying like, you know, he could go home, but, ju- you know, he shouldn't. We love yeah, him. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like- <laughs> exactly. So most of the most of this season is about the guys liking each other and them all loving Taysha and Taysha genuinely getting along with most people and making out with them. But then there's like Noah and Bennett who are just there to kind of wreck our day. And Ed, and Ed. And Ed who just like, he doesn't even know what he's doing. The producer's like, do this. He's like, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it. And then he goes up to Tasha and he's like, um, some of the guys are bad. <laughs> anyway, So Noah tells a straight up bold faced lie that um, the men are talking bad about her and she immediately believes him, which I was, how would you react in that situation if Noah came trash talk to you?
1: Well, I would never be able to be on this show, which I actually think we talked about in the past together. (laughs) But I would just be like, "Um, okay, bye. Like, I just have no, I I don't really feel like I'm that dramatic of a person. Like, I like to pretend I am and like act it out as if I'm like super drama queen, but it's like not real. Like in reality, like if somebody was trying to bring drama to me, I'd just be like, okay, like, thank you. Goodbye. Like, I just would would have no patience.
0: I would pull aside someone, one of the top four, right? Like pull an Ivan, pull a Brendan and be like, hey, Noah just told me that some of the guys in the house are thinking I'm not taking this seriously. Can you give me some perspective on that? They'd be like, what? That's not true. We all love you. I'm not sure why he said that. And then I'd go back to the group and be like, hey, everybody, Noah just told me you're all talking poorly about me. Is that true? And they'd be like, no. And then I'd be like, Noah, I'll take your rose back.
1: You can oh leave Oh my place. God, yes. Take That's what I back. wanted
0: to happen, but she she got so steamed. Like I can like with Tayshia, it seems like if someone questions her
1: integrity. Integrity.
0: Because she right, she went right away to the word integrity yes. before he ever went there. She's like, D-O-N-E, baby. There is a knife through that turkey. It is done. Yeah. She's over it. She like yeah. will immediately turn on her her temper just flares. And when she like walked into the rooms. The room, and they were all like, "Hey, Tayshia's here," and she was like, like, "You can just," and she did the like slash your neck motion. You can all mm, shut your damn mouths. Yeah. Like, uh, that was so intense. Like, it was if fun I saw to her watch, come in and make of. that face, oh my god, she was amazing. She was amazing. But if I saw her make that face, I would be like immediately quiet. And the men yeah. just sat down. They were like, mm. "I know." And she she absolutely scolded them. She's like, "Excuse me." somebody in here is disrespecting me and I will not, under any circumstances, take it, just so you know. And she just walks out. Yeah. And then Easy's like, did I miss something?
1: Like, what happened? (laughs) Right. And it's just like, okay, obviously... It, i think it's highly possible that noah also got some nudging from the producers for that you think <laughs> but that being said it's like very clear to me that like he obviously doesn't actually care about Taisha because if he did he wouldn't ruin her night like that like
0: no.
1: you no. know and, like and the
0: rest of the guys said that riley was like i don't know what's going on here but fix it now like get it done because I don't like seeing her like this. And a lot because of them she's were like because my queen.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a lot of them I liked it too. It's kind of like what you were saying before. Like it's always like you ruined our night and you ruined Tasha's night. Like yeah. you hurt us, but more importantly, you hurt Tasha. Well, and the
0: first thing they said was like no one has made her upset so far. Like and look, yeah. you're the one doing it. And mm-hmm. that was another thing. I just like appreciated that they were like the only the only person Bennett, who was the only person who was like, I have to babysit you. It's like, Bennett, this isn't about you. Yeah. He just lied to Taysha and made her think that you're all garbage people and made her cancel the roast ceremony and like took away all this time for her to meet you guys. Like you should be mad about that.
1: Right. <laughs> anyway, I hate Noah. He's like a worst version of so many people who have been on this show. Like He's also
0: just a wor- he's the worst version of every dude I met in like college. Like he's he is the baseball team at my
1: college. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> no, totally.
0: They were like uh, just too cocky, but not attractive to be that cocky. They only travel in groups because like alone they just don't have anything to stand on they have no personality and they come at you like hey, i'm like i start with aggression and i end with aggression and in okay. between it's just a lot of like hey.
1: so for me it was the soccer team but i'm, I'm yeah. tracking yeah you get the vibe you
0: get the vibe like they always had parties at their house because they don't travel well
1: mm, yeah, yeah. And, and his scene where he i mean i'm sure you guys already talked about this but it's like his scene where he was like shaving his mustache i was like okay dean 2.0 but not even because yeah. like yeah, ugly dean yeah exactly like we've already been here and somebody yeah. did it better than you so let's we're just over stop.
0: it exactly <laughs> and like look at dean like t- and you and it's like i think noah's gonna be on paradise unfortunately because he's like a real like s- crap stirrer, if you will but um anyway so it ends kind of like on that note we see uh, ben, Easy, Riley, Brendan, Bennett, Blake, Damar, Spencer, and then Ed get the rose. And then we lose, unfortunately, Doctor Joe, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Jordan, Kenny, who I whose bones I would like to jump and just be done with, just one time <gasps> through. And Ch- and Chasen, who got like a no airtime this episode.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he is a smoke show after all.
0: He's a smoke show. He had no vibe with Tayshia; like he wasn't gonna last, but. And then we're get, no, we basically hate, just end, we end with the preview that's like, oh, Noah's gonna be the villain and I guess we have to deal with this now.
1: Yeah. It's so funny, like, yeah, they just got rid of Jason so quick because I guess that that didn't have any legs or something. Um and I just think it was sad. I mean, I guess it has to happen every season, but I was sad that neither um Jordan nor dr joe got very much air time
0: i know well th- oh, we did get some good um bits of dr joe last episode which was i think you know kind of preemptive to him knowing that yeah. he was going to go home the following week so i'm hoping they're teeing him up for some more but like honestly he's an anesthesiologist like i think he doesn't really need to be a reality tv star he's got it all going on
1: no i, I know hope,
0: i hope this was enough exposure for him to get wiped
1: up real fast I feel like he should. I mean, he's amazing, and he's what too a good catch. For, He's too good for the show. Like, what an
0: absolute catch! He's funny. He's kind. He's got a hot bod. He's got also. A he's face. like a
1: very um, athletic person. He's done like all these big athletic races and stuff. What? And I, he's also
0: yeah. an anesthesiologist. Like, yeah. Excuse me. He makes a gagillion dollars. I know. <laughs> you would not have to work. You'd be like, I will do. I will just take care of the house and travel and. Um, make delicious food, and we can just be married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, and he just he'd just be
1: so sweet to you all the and time. somebody
0: wants that. Many, many, many women would oh, like that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> all right, so we have to wrap up because we've talked about everything there is to talk about. I still feel like there was more for us to cover, but I really appreciate you coming on today because I I'm I appreciate being able to have this conversation about, like, the Ivan situation with you.
1: I know. It was really fun. I feel like... There's always going to be more. Like I could talk about this, you know, show for hours on end.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And um, listeners, we know you could talk about it for hours on end as well. So don't be afraid to talk to us about it. The easiest way to get a hold of me in particular is to DM me at You Get a Rose on Instagram. I look there pretty frequently, and I love getting DMs from you all. Um, You can find us on Twitter. I've I'm not that good at tweeting lately, but we're there at You Get a Rose um, on Facebook as well, or you can email us at hello at yougetarose.com. Thank you to Hannah M. for being my guest today. Thank you so much. This was so fun. And to my producer, Beth, for just always being there and, and giving us a good laugh, even though she's on mute, so we know we're being funny.
1: Yeah, that was needed. That was (laughs) really needed.
0: She's currently (laughs) laughing to demonstrate the point. Um, Thank you to MindTalk1071 for being our home station and to PodMN, which is where you can find all other amazing podcasts that are worthy of listening to. And we'll be back next week with more episode here at You Get a Rose. For more on the show, visit yougetarose.com. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at You Get a Rose. You Get a Rose is a podcast from My Talk 107.1. Hear more great podcasts on mytalk1071.com.